You're listening to the Thank God for Nostra podcast. And we're back. Uh, we had one other item <laughs> that we wanted to talk about, but um, uh, tell me about, uh, so you you worked on Yondar for a long time that came out of your previous uh, kind of uh, augmented reality software company. Uh, you've got something something new coming out with Yondar. Yeah, so Yonder is uh, a Web2 application that I created a long time ago, like I said at the beginning of the podcast. Um, and and so for the last year, I've been like obsessed with how could I bring Yonder into Noster uh, and, and, and benefit from all the awesome aspects of Noster uh, and make Yonder just like even more useful to people. And uh, and really what that, that deals with a lot is like, um, you know, how do you represent places uh, on Noster in, in a in a kind or something like that, and you know just like there's, there's a lot of questions. But anyway, I'm very excited to announce that I now have a a, a version one beta of uh, Noster powered Yonder. Um, it's missing a lot of the cool features that uh, y- the other Yonder, the Web two Yonder has, like like the uh, location sharing isn't there yet, uh, augmented reality isn't there yet. But I'm going to be adding those things. Uh, as soon as I can, I just wanted to kind of get the fundamentals down. And so the new Yonder, which uh, you can find at go.yonder.me, um, this Yonder allows anyone to immediately load up a world map and start creating places. And you can think of a place like a Google business listing, like you can put down a pin on a map, you can give it a name, uh, you can fill out the details and stuff like that. And then you own that place. And so, and the cool thing is like, if you follow a bunch of people and they create places, then you can click on the friends feed in Yonder and you can just see only the places that your friends own. So if you're a business, you can publish your locations on the map and then tell people, hey, follow me on Noster. And then you can see all my locations in Yonder. Um, obviously, there's going to be a lot of stuff we're adding to that, like uh, reviews via NIP32 on places. Uh, we're going to be adding commenting on places uh, user submitted photos, which are obviously that's a little touchy thing with photos, but we'll we'll figure it out. Maybe I'll talk to you, Huddlebot, about how to manage that that uh, that scariness. Um, and then you know, also we have some awesome, other awesome features in there, like uh, you can get directions to a place right now. You just hit the directions button, and if if you're within walking distance ish of the place, it'll give you directions. It's only walking directions because Yonder is meant to be like a walking companion. Um, it's not really meant to replace your your long trip navigation systems. Uh, and and then uh, this is like the coolest feature that I'm super excited about. Um, I added something into Yonder called GeoChat. So if you open up GeoChat, it will give you a little square which represents a geohash on the on the map on the world map, and you can move around and see conversations that are geotagged in different places. And then if you're in your own geohash where your current GPS location is, then you can actually uh, post new messages to that geohash where you are. The idea is that you can't post a new conversation in any geohash because that kind of defeats the locality purpose of it, but you will be able to respond to other people in other geohashes to kind of have a conversation with them. Uh, you just won't be able to like initiate a conversation inside of a, another geohash that you aren't currently in. And the cool thing about geohashes is that you can choose how big they are. So you can zoom way out and just post like a quarter of a continent and say, hey, what's up, everybody? Or you can zoom way in. And I have a limit on how how fine it gets so that your privacy is always preserved. It's like a like a seven by 
I think it's like a seven square mile area is like the most fine grained it gets. Um, and so, you know, you could post your, your seven square mile geohash and nobody will really know where you're at in that geohash. And I mean, you could be simulating it for all they know, but, um, but yeah, it's just kind of a cool, I'm excited to see what people might do with it. Uh, cause there's already some interesting posts out there where people have geotagged like, Hey, I visited this museum or, Hey, I went here and here's a cool photo of this place. Um, I just want to like make. I, uh, the purpose of Yonder is to be a, a social wayfinding client. Um, and it's supposed to be like super convenient. And like with the web two Yonder, like I said, you just click a link, text it to somebody and you're instantly connected. Um, you know, people love being able to share their location privately with their family. And with the new Yonder, we're going to make that happen with end to end encryption, which is going to be really exciting. So that's why I need you, Hoddlebod, to finish your encryption stuff you're working on so that I can finally <laughs> know what to do and implement it for Yonder so people can share their locations privately. Um, that's that's what I'm really excited for. Oh, no, I'm a blocker. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's... Well, maybe I can help. Maybe easy. I can help. I, you know... Yeah, yeah. That would be amazing. I'm not a cryptographer. Yeah, that should be... Try. Should be getting there. Uh, the cryptography should be fairly fairly well there at the end of November. Uh, nice. The rest of it, though, man, it's a big project. Uh, that's that's super exciting. I I've long wanted a Google Maps that doesn't suck. Uh, there's um, organic maps, I guess, and um, with the OSM data, mm-hmm. but the uh, the information density on those maps is just not great. Um, it, I mean, it, it's like a ton of UX work to get them to be really uh, intuitive and usable. Um, but yeah, like Nostra is an awesome solution for uh, social graph powered. Uh, kind of Google business data because you know you can only show you can choose to only show the reviews that people you follow post mm-hmm. or you know like people you follow uh, or, or people people who are followed by social people graph. you follow yeah. Uh, yeah exactly social graph um, so yeah that sounds awesome and I've played around with it you sent me the link earlier uh, and it looks really pretty so <laughs> Thank uh, you. that's a great start yeah um, I love I, I love that you can see who has seen it already because they've posted like where they live or whatever. <laughs> well, I tell so, people not yeah. to post where they live, but you can move places after you post them and you can delete them too. Um, obviously, it's a soft delete because that's how Noster works, but it's still better than yep. nothing. And um, yeah, so it's it's awesome. You can go post places. I posted a, a place uh, where the Noster Asia conference is and I want people to you know feel free to use that to navigate. Um, and yeah, just like... I, I just want to disintermediate Google Maps from being like the map czar of the world. Like we don't need yeah, that in hundred percent. And I want Yonder to enable people to, you know, especially people who have a business or or something like that, to just be able to do it on their own. Um and, you know, our business model is we just help like businesses that don't want to do it on their own. They just pay us to do it. And that's our that's our business model. And so it's okay for us to open source all this stuff and make it open for anyone to use because there's lots of business to go around. And so, you know, there could even be other people who do exactly what we do just for different people. Um, it's all about who you know and and who, you know, your segment that you serve in terms of clients. Um, with Yonder, I figure it's worth mentioning, like we've done the Rose Parade. Uh, we did a, a, a downtown experience for LG Electronics in Australia. Um, we basically put, so with Yonder, we put beacons all over these experiences and then we're like, here's the food court, here's the bathrooms, here's the entrance, here's the medical tent. And people can find these beacons in augmented reality as well as find their friends. 
And so it's like this really convenient social way of like navigating a, a walkable location. And so we have these awesome clients that we've been serving. Uh, there's this thing called Country Fest in North Dakota, which is like 60 to 70,000 people who party in the prairie. And there's all these big country artists that come out. <laughs> And we've been doing that for two years now. Uh, we put yonder beacons all over and help people find the parking lots and, you know, uh, the stages and all that stuff. And so um, that's that's what I'm building with yonder. But I want it to be usable by pretty much anyone for as many different kind of navigation use cases as possible. I want to make like a social global thing where people can, you know, I don't know, just bringing like place to social media. I, obviously, I'm passionate about that because cyberspace is all place as well. So it's all about like where you're at. Yeah, that that sounds great. I mean, that's right right up my alley as far as, uh, you know, kind of the principle of real life being the anchor that virtual life should exist mm-hmm. in rather than it being completely independent. I mean, nothing, nothing is more like that than, uh, AR. Yeah. And, you know, of course you can do, you can do the opposite, like Pokemon go kind of turns, turns your anchor into the game and real life to an extension of the game, but like you're flipping that. And even Pokemon go has like really positive externalities. People are getting together in person and then playing the game together. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's a really interesting area that I have not thought that much about, but it seems pretty promising to me. Yeah, I'm super passionate about that. Pokemon Go was a huge like like inspiration and also just like a yeah, augmented reality is like a cool thing. Um we actually came up with Yonder when we were having a discussion about like because we saw augmented reality being used for all this gimmicky stuff. And we're like, okay, it's gotta be useful for more than just gimmicks. Like this is amazing technology. There's got to be something you can do with AR that is like really practical. And that's how we came up with Yonder. Because being able to share your location with with somebody privately and see where each other is at, it's not useful in every situation, but there are situations where that's extremely useful and convenient. And so it's it's just been really fun to like build something useful with augmented reality. And uh, I'll be adding augmented reality to go.yonder.me as soon as I as I possibly can. Uh, but if you want to try it out right now in in just yonder.me, you can go there and, and check out the augmented reality. You have to do it with a friend. Otherwise, there's nobody to see, obviously. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Yeah, I haven't done it yet because uh, I don't like giving my computer my location. Yeah, that's... So my location services are completely turned off. Yeah. So I just like... That's understandable. And I mean, like, I, you know, we built this as a Web2 app. We started building it in 2017, like... You know, yes, your location is going to a database that we control. Um, you know, I don't, I don't like that, uh, but that's just how it works. And the nice thing about Yonder, though, is that you don't, re- you don't need to give us any information about yourself. Like, you're basically just a UUID. That's who you are. Mm. And so, obviously, that translates really well to the new Yonder with a pub key. Um, yeah. But we don't know anything about you. There's no registration required. You don't have to download anything with Yonder. And so. You know, we do know where like locations of people are, but we don't have we have no idea who they are or anything about that. And that's that's the way I'd like to keep it because, you know, uh, yeah, we just try to design in a Web2 sense. It's about as private as you can get. And obviously with the yeah. new Yonder, go.yonder.me, I want to make it even more private with end to end encrypted location sharing and all that stuff um, with. Yeah, well, that follows the cypherpunk uh, manifest yeah. selective uh, self-revelation. Yep. yep. Um, with, uh, with the new yonder, it does ask you for your location, but it only uses that to just show where you are on the map. It doesn't actually like, um, reveal that to anybody. And the, the code is technically not open sourced at this very moment, but I'm going to hit that switch like 
in the next day or so. And then it's going to be a public repository. Yeah, as soon as you're, as soon as you're ready for people to see it. Yeah. Um, and you've done some work on social graph-based reputation in the past, right? Yeah, yeah. So for I was a consultant for Arcade Labs, um, and they had this really interesting project for me where they had like this algorithm that they designed. I just implemented it, so I can't take credit for it, but I am excited about it. I want more people to use it. Uh, it's an algorithm that basically lets you assign a numeric score based on your social graph and NIP32 ratings. You can assign a score to anybody to basically find out like how trusted they are. Um, and so it's pretty cool. It was actually conceived in the context of providing like feedback on transactions because they wanted to do like a peer-to-peer -peer trading thing for like anything, but it was mostly going to be Bitcoin transactions. But um, but then you could like rate the person that you traded with. And then if I, I was a friend of you and you traded with somebody else, like I would be able to see a rating for that person, even though I don't know them. And so... Um, yeah, it, it's called Arcade Social. It's open source. Uh, I've posted the link in a couple places and um, anybody's welcome to use it. It's it's kind of a cool thing. I think I'm going to be using it probably for some yonder stuff when it comes to rating places and, and things like that. Yeah, that makes sense. So is it kind of like a annotated social graph? So instead of like saying, here's my level of trust uh, across my social graph uh, without any qualification, you say like, well, these people are good at picking books these people are good at like picking cars and, you know, sort of weighting the social graph based on category. Is that kind of the idea with the labels? Yeah. Yeah. So you use a label to define like the category of the rating. So trade was a label, but you could easily make it like, you know, books or whatever. I mean, you could assign whatever label you want. And then the context of that social graph rating is in that label uh, space. So, um, yeah, you could do it for anything. I love it. I'm so excited that uh, I managed to launder, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, semantic web stuff into Noster with NIP32. That's a great like, semantic web is uh, is a disaster because it's it's all top down. But NIP32 turns that turns that backwards, I think, where people can just like make up whatever labels and if they collide, whatever, and uh, and you get kind of this like subjective semantic web that emerges uh, just through usage and stuff. So. Uh, I'm excited to hear about that. Excited to see what people do with that. Yeah, so. I hope that people use it, but I think I'm going to use it for places so that people can rate, you know, places and, and that you can kind of see a social graph view of like what other people think about places and stuff. Uh, that's a, that's another thing with the places is like, um, you know, anyone can create a place. So there obviously could be competing place markers for the same location. The solution to that, um, there's a lot of solutions to that, actually. Uh, one solution is just follow people you trust. One solution is ratings. Um, the ultimate solution, which I still have to figure out all the details, but it's it's mining constructs in cyberspace. Um, people may not realize this, but Yonder is technically a cyberspace client. I just kind of figured out how to sneak that in there. So uh, there's actually two sides to cyberspace. There's data space and idea space. And they're both the same coordinate system, but they're technically separate. Uh, and so yonder is data space, which is basically a cyberspace where every point corresponds to a point in reality. And idea space is where zero points corresponds to any point in reality. And so there's these two different spaces. One is basically virtual and one is meant for augmented reality. And so yonder will be, although it doesn't currently, yonder will be implementing the cyberspace protocol. So if you mine a construct, in a physical real place, you will see it in that place in yonder in augmented reality. You'll see the construct, 
you know, uh, I was, I actually just had like a, like a shower thought the other day. I was like, I should be mining real estate in Times Square right now. Like I should mine it. I should mine a construct in Times Square because if I get that, I can sell advertisement in my construct and make a fortune in advertising because I'll own that space yeah, yeah. in cyberspace that it corresponds to reality. Uh, but I'm just going to give that idea out on your podcast for free. So if somebody else does it, good on them. Uh, someone else can do the pre-mine. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's all proof of work. So I'm not going to be mad if someone else gets it before I do. Um, yeah. But that's the idea. So so Yonder is a, a cyberspace client as well. It all kind of fits together. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense uh, to, to bifurcate those things that way. Uh, and yeah, that's like kind of a hash cash style uh, approach to, you know, the simple attack of uh, spam, but in kind of your construct space. So yeah, makes a ton of sense. Cool. All right. I think we can leave it there. Cool. 